just want to apologize to David for not having his usual kebab order. Welcome to season four, episode three <laughs> of Live Lunch. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, am I sounding too shouty? Eva is glaring at me. No. Nope, I'm sounding great. Lovely. Uh, welcome to, yeah, I've said that. Welcome to season four, episode three Brilliant. of Live Lunch. And we've got uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. The keen observer, and if you're one of our regular five, and you may have noticed that we have David Braiding and we don't have a kebab. I know, it's disappointing. On live lunch, and so I do apologize. They didn't accept our order. So our wonderful intern, Joe, rushed out to KFC, which is our nearest eating establishment, uh, other than the Villas Cafe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah. So this Sunday, well, this week, last week, we had our first Big Wednesday. Big Wednesday. Yeah. Um, which was amazing. We had a huge, huge, huge turnout. Probably our most attended prayer meeting. So if you came to, if all five of you came to live lunch, I uh, came to Big Wednesday, uh, big thank you. And the next one is on the 11th of March at the Clarendon Center again. So I'm looking forward to it. The three days of prayer and fasting. Did you, I enjoyed fasting the three days. You know, there's just something quite special about fasting, isn't it? You just really long for more. And as much as um, I don't like fasting, I also really like fasting because mm. I feel drawn nice. into yeah. being uh, into spending time with God, which I don't really experience other than when I'm fasting. So, yeah, thank you, elders, for encouraging us to fast. Uh, any thoughts on Big Wednesday? It was big and on Wednesday, so it meant the brief. I think um, we, it was encouraging. I think we didn't want to try too hard to make it something. Um, but I think what I personally loved was just looking around the room at the one church. You know, we celebrate multi-site. The reason we do multi-site is we got the small and we enjoy that on Sundays and our community but also we've got the big and I think it's lovely those moments and I think it's the start I, you know I don't feel like that is it and that's what it's going to be like every time um, just expecting for God to move and shape and stir and it felt like right at the end we just started to come to life and I'm not sad that it ended because we, we're going to do it again but I'm expecting for God to keep evolving though that gathering and meeting and I'd imagine it'd be different every time. Hmm. I think it's such a great way to feel connected with the other sites when mm. you're at one site and yeah. uh, you hear news of other sites, but actually have people there and tangibly to be able to pray for them actually physically present is really good too. Mm. And just to feel that sense of oneness together. Mm. I agree. Just an extended time seeking God and singing. That was great, wasn't it? We probably oh, spent like the it. first yeah. half an hour just singing and that was special. Simon is so talented. We're blessed yeah. with such good worship leaders, aren't we, mm. Megan, you as well? I was just talking to my daughter, um, remember when Simon was in year four at school and he got his first guitar and just commend his diligence, you know, from right at that very early age, just like younger than my oldest daughter at the moment and just he's given decades of dedication to his skill and he's absolutely world class at it. <laughs> So there's a little insight. I've got a few funny stories as well that I shan't divulge, but me detuning his guitar in his room. <laughs> <laughs> Might have snapped a few strings. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> oh, David. Um, we rewind and delete now. <laughs> well, it's live, so now the whole world know that you tried to hijack Simon Braiding's musical worship, career. Musical yeah. career, and if you'd done that, who knows what would have happened? Yeah. Wow. That's good. Maybe you would have been the Simon Braiding, oh, yeah. Simon Braiding of our generation. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> Oh, a really slow start. Okay, right. let's kick in. David, you preached this Sunday on um, hearing God in your home, at home. 
with your home, inside your home, yeah, under your home, on top of your home. Are you Something fishing? Should I interrupt you and just come? Can you have some me? Yeah. <laughs> I think um, and jump and give us a thirty-second summary of how you preached on your God at home. I think I'm not gonna go into the sort of conceptual stuff of that. I think what I really wanted to do at the start of when I preached was lay a practical foundation um, for our, our church to hear God. Joel did a great job at hearing God individually and he ended with, you know, Samuel hearing the voice of God and not understanding from Eli that it was God speaking. And I think I, I just spent a little bit of time just giving some practical ways for people to hear God. I think for me personally, um, over the years, just there are six ways. I, but actually, there are more than that. But six probably clear ways that I feel that God has. I've learned to hear the voice of God, and I think one of those is uh, through the Bible, um, through impressions, through dreams, uh, through just practical things in the room, um, through also the audible voice of God as well. I think there have been moments in my life where I've, I've, I've heard God talk uh, to me, and I think, and also words of knowledge is probably the sixth sort of sixth way of just. I've learnt just to hear God's words. So I just set that as a foundation, really, um, because God speaks to us like that to be a blessing to other people, and that, then that works in my kids and my family. But you know, as we get to this week, that also outplays in the church and in the wider world. Um, he doesn't just fill us with His Holy Spirit just to enjoy it for myself. No, He's I do enjoy it. I love it, but just being filled with the presence of God to be a blessing to others. Brilliant. So we're going to spend the next few minutes really looking at these five things, five ways in which you can hear God. And if you could just give us some practical help uh, on how we can cultivate um, hearing God more, because I would love to hear God more. I think I'm sure everybody would would love to hear God. I'm, I'm reading the, the prophets in the Old Testament, and it's quite incredible the, the way they heard from God. And mm. uh, and even reading uh, what I, I read Amos this morning, uh, and, and you can see Amos does prophesy about Jesus uh, and, and the coming Messiah being born out of Bethlehem, but then he also prophesies longer than that, and you always feel like, oh, You've got that bit within your longer prophecy, which is pertinent to our saviour, and then the extended version of the extended version of the prophecy, which which really speaks to the Israelites, and then of course to what is to come. It's just extraordinary the way. And, and I, I read I was as I read Daniel last well, yesterday, um, and those encounters that he has with with the Prince of Persia and mm. Michael and Gabriel, it's it's bonkers. So I mean, in a very positive way, obviously. I, I would love to. In, I would love to hear God through that level of vision and through um, through that level of of clarity. But also then, then seeing their lives. Um, Daniel didn't eat any meat. Did he? I think he went vegetarian for a bit. Um, was willing to go into a a pit of lions to, uh, to be obedient to God. Hosea married a prostitute. Again, in obedience to what God had called him. Extraordinary lives that the prophets led. Uh, I, well, I'm rambling. I, can we have similar experiences today, or is that just a thing of the past? It's not just a thing of the past, but we all have to start somewhere. Yeah. And I think it's good. That, yeah, it's, good. Um, it's good to think about how do I begin? Yeah. Because I don't think those kind of experiences are beginners' experiences mm. of God. They That's come out of a life lived before God, of listening to God, of really learning to hear his voice and know what are his words and what are not. So I think those experiences are possible, but I think actually for most of us, where we struggle with is, how do I start? Mm. You know, how do I know if it's God? And I think that's what mm. you were talking about at the weekend. Mm. Yeah, I think we start with being filled with the Spirit. It's so clear, Acts 2, we'll be filled with the Spirit and everyone will prophesy. Mm. And like this isn't like 
for the special ones. Yes, he does give particular gifts. That's fine. I understand that. But I'm more concerned and fired up, as you can tell, with just everyone Mm. can learn to hear the voice of God and grow in that. And I want to challenge us to grow in that. And shall I just give some examples Mm. of where to start? Because I think this is the point of these six things is just people hearing these and thinking, okay, that that, that can be me too. And I think the the first one is just the Bible Mm. um, and like it's not we don't read the bible this is god speaking he's ultimately spoken through his word and his son and knowing those two things intimately is where we we have that i think reading regularly cultivating a regular habit like i memorized colossians one two and three because i had a boring stockroom job and you know paul apostle christ jesus by the will of god and timothy you know just but what i found is that as i'd memorized it just one or two lines would come to me in the most random circumstances wow. and but it's because I just knew it inside mm-hmm. out my my mind knew it and my brain knew it and my voice knew it um, and I think reading the bible like this is God talking to me and you know even this year I've just got a, a, a diary which is I'm just trying to listen out you know for what words that stand out and there's another little lock on it which you can no (laughs) (laughs) it should do because it should do because there's some intimate things that God says and exposes sin and character stuff through the Bible and I think like learning to do that um, especially the, the, the red letters of Jesus like when you're reading that I just he is speaking to me <laughs> like it could not be more clear in the prophets it could not be more clear um than that I think other, other clear ways I have known dreams hmm. um, well let's, let's, stay, let's, stay with, let's stay with the Bible for a little bit um, what does is, what is your Bible reading routine look like Christine um, well I'm reading through the year um, so I'm reading a passage uh, or so yeah one passage every day I'm doing um, um, the Bible project hmm. uh, one so I have videos at the beginning of each month so that of each book rather so that it gives you a bit of explanation mm. about what the book's about who wrote it when it was and that's really helpful for them you to move on into the book and have some context for that so I do that and then I would um and then um sorry there's um there's also a psalm every day with yeah. that as well so I find that's a really good thing that you're reading a chunk of prose scripture but then you're reading a psalm meditating on the psalm and kind of praying that psalm back to God Mm. Mm. so that's part of that reading then in addition to that I'd be trying to do some intentional study on a book of the bible or something like that maybe once or twice a week when I can diary some time in to do Mm. that I remember reading about a bible teacher who who said just start your bible reading with a really simple prayer saying holy spirit I'm spending time with scripture, yeah. spending time with God's words, speak to me, let me yes. hear your, your scripture. And just having that posture of, it's not just, oh, grab your Bible and start reading, you, you, you can yeah. grab your Bible and start reading, but dedicating that time to God, saying, mm-hmm. you know, God, I'm, yeah. I'm spending time with you, let some stuff come alive to me as mm-hmm. I as I speak, or let's just some stuff go in, which at the right moment, so it just comes back up, like, oh yeah, that's what the Bible says about this, and give me strength and nourishment. And, and I found that really helpful, it's yes. just praying and saying, it's not like every single time I read the Bible, like huge revelation springs up at me. But just having that posture of, you know, God, I'm committing this time to you. Speak yeah. to me. I want to hear your voice. Yeah, I think it's important, again, for that reason. But another reason, as Glenn Scrivener preached, it's the grid by which we see everything else. Mm, I'll list yes. some other ways mm. in a minute. But if it doesn't line up with yeah, that, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not filtered through. Like, yeah. you know, someone comes up and says, oh, I feel God say I should jump off a cliff and he'll protect me. Actually from knowledge of Deuteronomy 6 it says don't put the Lord your God to the test mm, you know yeah. like, it doesn't weigh up mm. and I think there are three voices that we hear you know we hear our own voice mm. we hear the voice of God but we also hear the, mm. the voice of the devil at times as well and I think the, the knowing the Bible and using the Bible as your sort of make weight 
mm. for just like like people say, how do I know? It's well, does it fit through that grid of Brilliant. knowing the scriptures? So good. I think that's why the Bible is so important. Yeah. Um, what does your do you <laughs> do you read the Bible? Of course, you read the Bible. What does your Bible reading look like, Megan? Um, well, this year um, I'm going through the New Testament in a year. And um, at the moment, I've been starting the day off uh, by reading reading a chapter a day. Mm. And there's a little devotional that comes up with it. And then I really enjoyed finishing my day with the Fillmore Straight to the Heart series oh, and yes. going through so that. Nice. It's like it just so unlocks good. things that I've missed in the morning or um, teaches me stuff. And, I've, yeah, I've really, really enjoyed it. I think um, I'm looking forward to doing more of those books, going through Brilliant. more of those. Such good books. I think something also that's really important about when we hear the read the Word of God and we are expecting God to speak to us, but we may not always know at the time what that is. But sometimes you'll find that those scriptures that you've read before, even if it was years ago, will come to mind. Mm. Mm. Because you, every time you're reading the Bible, you're putting a deposit mm. yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yes. like having an account, a bank account, where you're putting a deposit of truth into your life. Mm. And then it might be that you'll be praying with someone and a particular verse is just mm. highlighted to you or something like that. When it, That does, doesn't come out of nowhere. It comes out mm. of having read the Bible and, and listened to God. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think what you said about it being great is so important but when, when you bring a contribution on a Sunday or when you want to wake stuff up. Because I, I know I do that if, if, I, if I feel, if I have a, a feeling. I wonder whether we, when we get to impressions you might touch on this and does a does this match up with, with scripture but also trying to find you know where can i i'm if if i'm if i feel in my heart that this bit is true and i know that, that then just finding that link in scripture and, yeah. and, and just using what the bible teaches to to bring the contribution more alive yeah, yeah personally i find that as, as a helpful check i think often the way just moving on to the second one it's yeah. a good link is people have I had this picture mm. and they, they say, you know, I watched this film and Lord of the Rings and this they sort of talk through the character and a scene in the film and then they get to this bit where they are and they say, I feel God is saying this. And I think, like, that God talks through the everyday stuff in mm. ways that we understand mm. and that it can communicate to us. And, you know, an example, Popeye, for example, eats, you know, we, we're familiar with the what, cartoon. What did you just call him? Popeye, 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 Popeye. you know. Popeye. I, I just, um, if, Popeye. There's just flips <laughs> Um, like he, so he eats a can of spinach. Do we get that in the highlight reel? Pops into his into his muscles and makes him strong. And it's like, okay, why why God? And then it's asking the question, God, why are you showing me this? That that's the key bit. Like talk with him because he's there and he listens. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. When I eat my Bible, it's like eating spinach for Popeye. Then it blows up my muscles and I become strong. Mm. And it's like it then empowers me to live. And I think it's like so God uses like those images all of the time. And mm. I think to really like look out for those. Um, I think the other really interesting one is like the everyday stuff as well, stuff that's in the room. And um, Jeremiah 1, he says to Jeremiah, God says, like, what, what's in the room? Mm. And Jeremiah yeah, yeah, just yeah. says, well, there's a kettle mm. and it's pointing to the north. Mm. And God says, great, I'm going to pour out from the north my, you know, my, my wrath on the, the nations. And mm. he just uses the stuff of the everyday. And he's like, God, what do you want to say? there's some food open and the popcorn chicken's open and I'm saying, God, what, what do you want to say? And I actually feel him say for you, Johan, that he's going to use even food this year in your table and your generosity around food in your household to be oh. a blessing to people. And I think what God is saying is that, that social meal times for you mm. particularly this year are going to be just a source of, firstly, his provision mm. in terms of 
resource to do it because it's mm. expensive and costly but also a source of fruit that it'll just be a place where your gathered table and this meal like the physical meals will be really important for you mm. and I think just allowing God to open your eyes up to stuff that's here because he is other and supernatural and he uses the everyday to communicate to us mm. Mm. Wow. I just think it's just like us having our eyes open and mm. I think the other important thing I'm teaching using my own illustrations is just using that language I think God might be saying I think it's mm. such a helpful yeah. way of yeah, just yeah. like so it's going back to what you just said you don't know this but it's one of it's one of the things that Amy and I pray about every day great. that our table will be a, a, a source of building relationships and building the church and, and I always say how do, you, how do you build church you build church around your dinner table um mm. And I, yeah, I've never said that to you. So, so I'm now feeling built it's up great. as well. And I yes. think like the, the, the lie of the devil is firstly mm. that it's, it's not for everyone and it's, mm. it's, it's yeah. the gift for them. Secondly, he just silences us. Like this is in front of us right now. And imagine if I'd not have said it. Yeah. Imagine how you yeah. now feel blessed. Yeah. I now feel encouraged because I've shared it with you. And I, you know, everyone lives with this doubt. You know, yeah. is that really God? And the only way you ever find out is by saying, <laughs> I feel God might be saying. And yeah. like, you yeah. grow in confidence. And, yeah. That, that's how we body together. Okay, just in case anyone at home's thinking, how does Kentucky Fried Chicken come into the Bible and the Word? You know, what we need Amos to think... Amos 3, 2... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the Bible talks about us being hospitable. Mm. This is what we're talking about when we're talking about how a Word matches up yeah. with God's Word. Yeah. So um, I think sometimes we can feel it's got to be something... It's obviously got to be in line with God's word, but we sometimes think we've got to couch it in mm. special theology or mm. something. Mm. But actually, mm. no, you know, as as long as what you feel you're hearing from God is in line with his word. Yeah. And, and that principle of hospitality mm. is a very strong thing in mm. the Bible. So we can be confident mm. about a word like that, that is in line with scripture. Yeah, brilliant. Well wow, that was a practical lesson on... In the prophetic every I think that another thing that I use is if I've if I've seen a movie where there's been something that stirred my emotion, I back that. Uh, and and I guess sometimes you, you you could you could think that a prophetic contribution is an impression in the moment mm. and has to happen in the moment. But God could give you stuff maybe a few weeks before, and then you. You think about it, you dwell on it. Ask Christine, you know, your word you brought about the turbulence. Do you want to talk us through the journey of that? Because that was fascinating. Okay, well... um, Sorry to interrupt you. (laughs) We pray together on a Sunday morning before the service at New England. And I was in that meeting and I just felt that God spoke to me about turbulence. And I was thinking about a plane and turbulence. And, And so my process is, God, is that for now? Or is that for the meeting? So I just held on to it because I didn't feel to share it in that meeting. So we went into the meeting and I was sort of listening to what was happening in the worship and what happened in the Word. And I thought, well, you know, there's a temptation to make it fit. Mm, very um, very I thought I could kind of try and hook it into it. And I thought, no, mm. I don't think it's for now. So That's I just, good. I almost like forgot it because sometimes we hear things and they're for us. Mm. Um, and what I've decided is if I hear something like that, I just I just will remain open. So the following Sunday, I went to church again. And in the prayer meeting, again, same thing happened, same word. And again, I went through that process, but it just wasn't the right time. But I just did feel that I was thinking about it and thinking, God, what are you saying? And I felt it was about an issue of trusting, you know, when turbulence comes in a plane that you have to trust the pilot. 
and and how the pilot is like God in somebody's situation. Mm. So again, I, there was another gap before anything happened. And when we went to Big Wednesday, I still wasn't thinking necessarily, mm. but during all the time we've been fasting, been praying, God, please give me a word for the church. Mm. Mm. Um, and, um, and then after... Um, uh, the information was shared about... Um, a certain site. The, yes. A certain site, yes. <laughs> um, I just felt it was almost like now's the time. Brilliant. I just felt that all those things ca- came together, the yeah. asking God, the hearing, wow. and then the timing. Mm. And sometimes you just have to write, wait for the mm. right timing, mm. and that can sometimes be a long time. Amazing. I, I got a little note thing on my phone. I just find so words of knowledge is another mm. way that God speaks, and I think... It's often yeah. Give us some examples because you have some really good ones, don't you? Yes, um, I think where I was going is where, how. So, an example was uh, I don't want to give. Words of knowledge are ways are ways of identifying people. I believe in a situation where a he wants to reveal his power and just that he knows you, or b he wants to bring healing. So I think all of the examples are kind yeah, of sure. are, are exposed people. I don't want to do that because he doesn't expose and want to convict. But let me share something without exposing anybody. Name, yeah. I think how it comes is it's often just a completely other thoughts or stuff that you're thinking about. It just sort of comes into your mind. Like an example, a person from a particular country yeah. or a particular name that's significant, or uh, sometimes like your body just starts hurting for bizarre reasons and it's like oh maybe this is God trying to get my attention that mm-hmm. there's someone here who, who's got this or I think other times I've almost sort of seen like a mirage above people's heads or names just sort of like I saw the other day just like a, a word written on someone's chest and it's so random you just like you either dismiss it and think this is nonsense or you just think okay maybe this is God talking mm-hmm. and I think it is it sounds crude but it's just sort of trial and error you like i'm learning to distinguish is that god saying and i think again just using that language i think god might be saying just helps you and i ask them at the end does that make sense and yes. you know, someone said to me the other day and they said no not really and i'm like i'm delighted with that because i think ah mm. oh, again i'm distinguishing no that was me and you just sort of mm. no that's god and i think you've just got a list on my phone of these yes. things and sometimes the holy spirit just sort of draws your attention back to them yeah. So good. I mean, yeah, you don't expose people, but <clears throat> the example that you shared was you, you saw almost like a specific, a person from a specific country. It's not a country that we talk about every day. Yeah. Uh, and then, so you went up and shared and it turned out that that Sunday there was somebody from that country, which yeah. you had no idea about. They were in the meeting. Yeah. And then you could share something about God's love for them or, oh, well, which is I, brilliant. I, 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 I knew that they were on the edge of church life, but they'd never but you didn't know they were Jesus, from that country. No. And I just said, I think this is God saying, and they mm. said, okay, wow. I said, do you want to cross the line of faith? They said, yes. Yeah. And prayed wow. and they received Jesus into their wow. heart. And I think like that's the point of the gift is it's like God's compassion to people yes. and an individual in the midst of a planet of 7 billion. Now he, he's got attention for you in the room, like one person mm. on the planet. And I think, so what's the context? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to pull this out of you. So you gather your site to pray before the service begins, for about half an hour before the service begins? Yeah, a quarter to nine. I think yeah. we gather to pray, and I think I do. we do just try and make space. Has anyone feeling anything particularly? I think either like, I brought that from, I heard it in the week, and just mm. brought it. I think other stuff prophetic mm. sort of comes, often sort of pictures and impressions, and it's sometimes maybe not appropriate to share those on yes. Sunday. But, but what it does do in that prayer meeting is the leaders of that service are like hearing God's voice, and yeah. I just watched we lead differently because we're already attuned to what God is saying and might be wanting to do amongst us. And I think, you know, we 
in, are in the danger of just saying we've got an hour and a half where prophecy's got to come and spiritual gifts have got to come. But I think I don't agree with that. I think that the gifts are given for the building up of the body yeah. and like are given for life. Yes. Um, and there are moments when God wants to, to speak to his gathered church, mm. like we did on Big mm. Wednesday or other moments like that. But other moments where actually, you know, just the word that reaches someone yeah. who doesn't know him or a believer that's struggling or someone that needs the power of God's healing, yes. I think, then that coming. Yeah. You said something helpful then when you were saying um, uh, when you were hearing a word and you saying it can it can seem strange, um, and you're wondering is it me? And what I would say is that um, I think that God is is speaking to us much more than we realise. Yeah, absolutely. And it's about us tuning into His voice. So at first it may think, oh, is this me? But actually, I think a lot of the times when I've thought things, is this me? Mm. If it's, it's a matter of having confidence and trying the first time. And Stephen was very good on Sunday at New England saying, what's the worst that can happen if you say, yeah. I, I'm feeling this, I'm just wondering if, if God's speaking to you like this? If they say no... Well, okay, that's fine. And it, it's it's not the end of the world, mm. you know. But I, I would encourage people to be listening more mm. because I, I really do believe that God is speaking all the mm. time because mm. he's a speaking God. Mm-hmm. And, and particularly when we're out doing life, mm. these are moments when just an odd thing will flash through our mm. mind and it may be the very thing that will unlock somebody's wow. life. That's wow. superb. I think, I, and again, just it's just setting the bar that we come hungry. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I've, I've not made it, I'm not anything special in that regard, but I think I'll just read Jesus said, look, if you're thirsty, come and drink, and like, I'm thirsty to grow in this, I mm. want to hear his voice, I guess I've cultivated some of these habits over the last few years of my life, but I want to keep growing, yeah. and I want us to grow as a, as a church, because yeah. I think this is one of the foundations of who we are mm-hmm. as Emmanuel is that God is with us and he's alive and he speaks yes. we've got yeah. a couple more minutes left um, you had two more uh, okay oh, no, 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 no. I also want you to I know you did an exercise with uh, with the staff last week and maybe you could share some things that hey if, if you'd like some practical help on how to hear God more why don't um, you do this this is an initiative one can I just share that yeah, dreams I think is another one um, mm. that we dismiss mm. I think I've just known in my own life a couple of instances where um, I just started a new teaching job and I just dreamt that I'd got a new new started a new job and so I instantly got out of bed just looked online first ever time I was in my first year of teaching and I just thought okay I'll apply for another job in a local school and it turned out it was a head of department job and like, I was in my first year of teaching and I miraculously got it which is crazy like I just think I just got intervened into my sleep and I think he does that all the time I had another situation where uh, a, f- a friend in another church came to me and said oh, I had a dream about this couple and there were some problems and I'm sure it's just a dream and was being kind of quite dismissive about it but I just thought well I'll take that seriously and I took it to the couple and just said look I'm sure it's just a dream but someone just said this and this and, this. and mm. it turned out that it was key in un- like unlocking yeah. some issues wow. and just God's mercy and his blessing and yeah, way yeah. he channels and so I guess just yeah. like, I, this happens rarely to me but I think just having a notebook near your bed yeah. or just yeah. trying to jot some stuff down I think scientifically we forget within the first sort of minute of waking yeah. up mm. what we dreamt about but I think the ones that stick in your mind yeah. just ask that question God is this you talking yeah pretty Yes. is a helpful thing on the flip side maybe you could help with this um, is if somebody does have really bad and oppressive dreams yeah. then there could be something over there where the enemy is trying to block this could almost be a spiritual block that the enemy is trying to put in to prevent this person hearing God's dreams isn't it does that mean anything um, yes um, I, I think if anyone's having disturbing dreams 
the, we know that that's, that's absolutely not from God. Mm. Uh, if there are dreams that are inducing fear mm. or anything like that, they're not from God. And I would get that person to pray with someone else mm. because often these things grow very large when we're on our own in it. Mm. Um, and uh, But um, I, I think that, of course, if you are somebody who... I don't actually remember any dreams, but my husband does. And, of course, if you are someone who does dream regularly, that is a means that the mm. enemy can use to block mm. what could be yeah, something mm. that God is going to be using. So to just get over that initial mm. bit of turbulence, mm. it's just turbulence, and, uh, and you know, prayerfully, mm. and Brilliant. then get, go, you know, get listening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last one. It's one. Uh, it's, it's biblical, audible voice. I think there's a moment where I'm not sure. It's the closest I think I heard actual voice of God. Um, I was about to make a life-changing decision to go one way, and I felt God speak so clearly that I put it in that question mark. I know exactly where I was, when I was, and I'll never forget the words that were said. But I completely made an about turn in a decision I made that is life-changing and I don't want to go into too much detail on it because it's yeah, amazingly personal but I think just listening out for it you know some even in the Bible heard the voice of God others heard thunder but I think just being open to that and having a an atmosphere in my spirit of God is wanting to talk to me every single day yeah. and every single moment and he can do so and I think that's the posture I guess the point of just sort of Brilliant. even listing six is I think just being really have our eyes open because for, for some like your husband it'll be different it'll be maybe dreams for yeah. others it'll be very vivid impressions for some they'll see writing on people's chest as they want to pray for others it'll be feeling a hand I think just 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 push on in this and is there any, pr- any practical tips that you could give people to somebody says right I want to hear God more what would you say to them get a notebook read your bible pray yeah. for, to be filled with the spirit constantly I think just come to him hungry I'm not pursuing him for gift's sake it's not yes. a platform ministry I felt God even say like it's costly you have mm. to go out your way you have to be prepared to look silly and it's yeah. it's a compassion thing of Christ mm. like the, even the gifts of the spirit you know is 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 for the sake of people who don't know him for the sake of that lady from another country who doesn't know him that he wants to reach out and help people and I mm. think it's pursuing it for compassion and seeing others saved rather than just like I'm not a very Harry Potter person, but you know, like the Hogwarts, it's not a Hogwarts thing. This is a, a like a love of Jesus thing and a compassion of Jesus Absolutely. thing. So yeah. good. Guys, we've run out of time. Thank you so much for being with us. This has been a wonderful, really helpful uh, episode. And thanks for joining us, guys. Next Sunday, we're looking at Jerry God in Church. And you're preaching again at the Hope Side. Amazing. Maybe we'll have a kebab with you next week. <laughs> um, but have a great week ahead, and we look forward to seeing you next week.